Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to Beyond Your Best Plan. I am so grateful to be here with Whitney, Catherine, and Claudette. We're missing our soul sister, Sarah, but she'll be back next week. And this week, we are talking about how do you structure your day? Oftentimes, we think that if we have a to-do list, we create five things every day that we have to meet, that we meet other people's needs, that our day is is organized and planned out for us. Recently, we had a podcast that we talked about how planning could be your own prison. And while there needs to be a balance in creating things for you to complete in order to meet your why, your how, your your goals, how do you do that? How do you structure your day? How do you get up from your day? And, you know, most people in this world get up with the phone in their hand and the worries of the day, the worries that were, they left behind the night before, and they create more of that worry. And today we're going to talk about some, some tools and some tips on how you can create a day that is empowering, that you have, you take inspired action versus reaction. And, um, you serve from a place of appreciation and gratitude. So I'm just going to open that up and uh, see who is interested in starting this conversation out. And it looks like Whitney is ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be acting like you can read my mind, girl. <laughs> hmm, seems like that's something but I did. She could. <laughs> she probably did, right? I'm just saying. I was Your girl's ready. got some powers, okay? <laughs> Our girl has got some powers. <laughs> so here's the interesting thing. My day is, it's planned ahead of time and then in the moment. So I structure my day generally like this. I get up and I have a glass glass of water. I wake up with gratitude and then I start meditation. I use guided meditation sort of as, as my framework for meditation. And then I have quiet time where I'm writing. I have a practice. It's called morning pages. It's something that I learned in the book by um, Julia Cameron, an artist. Oh, shoot. Can't think of the name of Anyway. Morning pages is a part of, you know, a process that is about tapping into and clearing blocks for creativity. And part of my morning pages is about just clearing my head. And I think it's one of those things where um, when I can approach the day with a clear head uh, without the stuff that 
could possibly weigh me down, worrying about money or the to-do list or any of that. I just get that stuff out of my head. It's clear. And then it allows me to be able to listen. And for me, it's really important that I can listen and look at whether or not sort of what I had planned for the day is actually what is right for the day. So there's a plan ahead. And then there's a revisioning, a re-editing process, I guess, where I look at what's actually going on with me and some things that may need some adjustments from the weekend. So I generally start and look at my week on Sunday, plan it out on Saturday or Sunday, plug in those things that need to be done. And then I work around those things, the things that I want to do. And so it starts with just clearing my head, uh, clearing my space, then movement, extremely important because it's one of, for me, when I'm out walking or running, that's when ideas come to me. And I know uh, we've talked in previous episodes, uh, Claudette gets hers on the toilet. Other people get theirs in other places. I tend to get mine when I'm out walking or running. Uh, Yeah, whatever. And so my downloads, the brilliant ideas that come to me of things that I want to do, be, and have, how I want to give, how I want to serve. Those things tend to come to me when I'm out running or walking. So that's sort of the big picture of how I structure my day. The thing that has really become important to me that I mentioned is the flexibility piece, the adaptability piece, and not being rigidly committed to anything in it that particularly doesn't involve other people, right? So when I'm meeting with people, that's one thing. When I schedule time to write, if it doesn't feel like, if it doesn't feel like I should be writing today or that I should be writing something different than what I had planned, I have learned to go with the flow, um, in that. And what that has done for me ultimately is made me actually more productive and less um, tense and anxious about what gets done and what, what doesn't get done. And I have found when I look back over time that I'm more productive, I'm happier in what I'm doing and more creative in how I'm approaching the world. Gratitude, something you mentioned, uh, Kathleen, gratitude is a huge, huge part of that. And staying in the moment, right, in, in terms of gratitude, in terms of connecting with people becomes extremely important in that. I think on the topic of structuring our day, it's really important to write things down when we have ideas. So Claudette, do you have a notebook that you keep near the toilet? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. This sounds like I sit on the toilet for hours. Like it really does. And, and, but I'm not, I'm very very fast, but I'll reveal my ancient secret. (laughs) No, I'm just thinking. 
I just sit there and I automatically zone out. So my brain gets out of the way. And then anytime our brain gets out of the way, um, the divine within us can just flow. And so that's, you know, what happens. It's, it's kind of interesting. Now, obviously with the truth method, we train ourselves to be in touch with the divine and hear that and walk through getting free from the programming on a daily basis on, you know, that's why it happens. You know, I joke about it, but in the shower, in the toilet, whatever, it's when your brain is out of the way, right? And the divine can come in. So now that I got asked this, that's my ancient secret. Now that I got asked this question, I'm going to go ahead and go with, I guess, what I do for the day. I usually like to give everybody a chance to go first. I, that's what my mama taught me, you know, let everybody go before you and then whatever. But so I have a board. I call bullshit on that. Well, I just do it unless I need to go sooner and then I'll voice it. Yeah. So it's not, it's, it's just like, I don't mind, but anyway, I have a board and I write down three things. So I have three things that I will complete that day. And if it's a bigger task, I'll break it down into steps. And so when I wake up, I ease, I have one snooze. I mean, I'm very precise with what I do. I have one snooze because I just don't pop out of bed. Like there's no popping going on over here. I got to ease out of bed. And so I do that. And then I get up, I, I have a cat. So I feed my cat. Um, and depending on when I've scheduled my workout, okay. I either go into a little bit of, I study ancient text. I study ancient writings and I go into truth. So when I go into truth, I keep a journal beside me. And when I get a download and knowing that's what I operate on, I literally have had, this is how I run my businesses. I literally have had a full knowing on a full-blown business drop into me coming, waking up in the morning because I went to bed asking about it. And then I woke up and see, that's when your brain is still out of the way. And so Einstein said that intuition is one of our superpowers and we we live in a society that doesn't celebrate it that i'm summarizing it but there's a quote by einstein on that it was it was posted by a truth inner circle member and it's so true so then i i go to my three things i look at my calendar because i do have people that book coaching sessions i block out certain times so i can know, i know i can get my steps done and i just conquer the day. Like, but I flow in it. When I say conquer, I'm not riding in on a horse with armor, swinging a sword. Like I flow with my day. It feels very easy. I do not allow stress in my life anymore. I I just, why are you going to stress? Everything works out. Think back of all the times you've stressed. And so I just kind of flow. And we have this thing where we think we need to control everything. I, you know, I say, ah, I wonder what magic will happen for me today. So when something shifts, right, when it begins to shift, I'm like, ah, I look at it with anticipation instead of, oh, my God, what's happening? Because I know the universe is working for my good. Right. That's my belief. It's a good belief to get. You can get it too. 
And the universe is always working for my good. So if it's shifting, there's a reason. And then as I've gained uh, faith in that, I look back and I see when it does shift, it's usually for the better. So an intention of happiness is another thing, right? So I do what's called uh, spiritual treatments, which are coming out on an e-commerce site. But I was writing and I'm looking in a journal right now about happiness. And it, it says, you know, like success and happiness and And the whole thing. And I said, my endless good now comes to me in endless ways. Today, I am happy. Like I just, I am happy. And I was walking around this weekend. So it's kind of funny the way your ego will screw you coming and going. So I was walking around this weekend and I had not accepted any plans because I'm writing, I'm finishing my book, right? So I had not accepted. I was like, I'm just going to write all weekend. And then I get into Saturday and I go, I have no plans. And I started feeling sorry for myself. And I was like, I'm all alone. I have. And then I went, what? So I caught that thought. I caught it. I said, what do I believe about this? And I had a little feel sorry for me moment. It, it lasted a little bit. And I was like, huh, that's where my old sadness used to come in. And there was just a little bit left. And I was like, let's get rid of that and get truth. And the minute I got truth, I was like, boom, I was back into being happy. So we can catch our thoughts. Let's become really good like a catcher on a baseball team and catch our thoughts. And Whitney says she journals. I'm pretty sure everyone here has a journal. I'm pretty sure we all do it. So when you get a thought for that day, I actually carry two journals with me. One is for systems because a business is not a business without systems. So if I see that a system is needed, I'll write it down so I won't forget it. And then the second one is if a belief comes up, I write it down and I focus on that until it gets truth. And then once it gets truth, it doesn't come up anymore, right? So that's another thing that I do during my day. And my intention is to be happy. Another thing I say is I love everyone and everyone loves me. And you could go, Claudette, everybody don't love your ass. Everybody don't love Claudette. (laughs) However, if I have that energy, it's a higher frequency than some broke-ass person hating me, okay? So I love everybody and everybody loves me. And that I'm just going to persist in that energy. And love covers a multitude of sin. Sin is simply missing the mark for your soul. That's all it is. You just miss the mark for your soul's evolution, course correct, and get over it, right? Sin is no big deal. We make it out like it's a huge thing. But love, perfect love, covers a multitude of missing the mark. And so I love everyone. Everyone loves me. I love it, Coletta. Oh, my gosh. You've all just brought up. I think, really, everything that has been mentioned is something that we all do. Um, One thing that, and that's, that's what... There's a little bit of balance. There's a need to plan your week a little bit of ahead, ahead of time. I know that Whitney, although she may not have said it, she might have, but I didn't hear her say it, that she plans a lot on, on Sunday and she creates certain things and gets them out of the way for the rest of the week. 
So it's taken care of. And so you get some stuff off from your plate by dreaming your week. Uh, that's what I do every day. Not, not just on Sundays, I um, take the time and I spend extra time in my morning practice and I do a lot of dreaming and creating, you know, I pull Oracle cards every day and I pull Oracle cards for the week and I dream about what the week can be like. What, what are the or betters? What is possible for this week? And when I'm doing that, we talked about the energy of, of making decisions in one of our last episodes, but when I'm dreaming, I start with feeling amazing and joyous and abundant, you know, like financial overflow versus fear. And, you know, I'm in the space of creating an energy that is, that is manifesting positive, amazing things in my life versus manifesting the same old fear and same old stuff. So I do that on Sundays intentionally and I create that. And every morning before I get out of bed, as soon as the alarm goes off, I hit snooze. But in that five minutes or eight minutes or whatever the snooze is, I am dreaming the beautiful things for the day. And then at the end, I say, or better. So please guide me and show me the way. You know, it is really when you know you have things on your calendar the night before, normally, you know what your next day, what's in your next your day. And so you know that before you go to bed. I love what you said, Clara, about when you go to bed at night, you're, you're going to bed with what I would call a success journal. So you go to bed with all the amazing things that actually did happen that day. And you're already in that positive flow. And you go to bed with, please show me the way. Please show me the way. And things will come to you. So in the morning, when you wake up, you know you have things to do. Dream about how amazing it could be and how fun it is. And how, instead of thinking about all the things you have to do and get all stressed out about it, you can really dream about, okay, we're going to laugh and have a great time when we're recording the podcast and can't wait to see my soul sisters. And you're just having all of these fun things happening in your mind, which is creating an energy to start your day. You're intentionally creating that positive flow. And of course, we all have gratitude or appreciation. We're all doing meditation. We're all, we're all connecting. So we're connecting inwardly. And so I just have to say, I love what Whitney and Claudette, or in, and actually Catherine, all three of you said it. And so the quote that I want to come out with is that when you offload, you create space for downloads. And so well, however you off- offload, whether it's on the toilet or whether it's um, um, in your meditation or your daily practice or however it is, when you offload the stress, you create space for the downloads. Go ahead. I love yeah. that. I was just going to add, I love your dreaming process and sort of meditating process in your mind. One of the practices I've taken up within the last couple of months, it's calling it just sort of creation decision-making time, just taking like 10, 15 minutes. I usually do it in the morning. I find I'm most optimal in the morning at it, which is interesting than just like at night, like, but like creating, like journaling 10, 15 minutes in the morning on like creatively what the day is going to bring. And I do that 
before I even look at like my to-do list. Like I may or may not know my schedule for the day exactly like boom, boom, boom. Just because where I'm at, I'm like having, I have two jobs, two businesses that I call jobs because I'm like the operator in them and they're both super demanding. And it's like, just, you know, I, and other people like scheduling and things get thrown in and clients need to be called. And like, I have several things that can just like pop up that in the day that can like push everything around. So it can be very frustrating. And so for me, what's also important with having sort of two businesses I'm operating and I think Claudette touched on this. I think we all do this too. Time blocking. Even if I am just time blocking where it's just phone calls, two hours, like I always have a long ass running to-do list. Um, I have to write everything down. I got to get my thought. I got to get that offload out, uh, Kathleen. So I'm always having, and then I'm like prioritizing what is the priority of the day of the moment? Like, you know, Um, because the list can get pretty long, especially startup mode and all the things. So anyway, it's like, you know, offloading them, prioritizing them. And then where do they fit in my time block? Right. And returning calls in that time block, it may be both my businesses, but I just got called. I got a list of calls that I'm just returning in this time period and really honoring that. One of the things that creeps up for me that I'm constantly building that muscle is, I'm a pleaser. I've always been a pleaser. It's one of my superpowers and it's one of my detriments. And it's like, you know, well, let me say that differently because language matters. It's like something I'm just working to, to continue to build on. If there's a better way to say that, ladies, feel free to chime in. But that pleasing part of me, right? So like someone will pop up or something will pop up and I'll like push what I really need to focus on to the side. And then I'm like present in there for this other thing. And then meanwhile, all my stuff that I'm stressed or I'm frustrated. Yes, Claudette, I still allow that in. I'm working on that too because I've let this in and like now all these other things. And so really honoring the time block and also allowing yourself the flexibility and flow that if things need to shift, they need to shift because I do believe, especially in my world anyway, like my priorities are always shifting. I might start with like a priority, you know, the the top three to five things of the day to accomplish you know, in Tony role, they call it like the three or five to thrive. Uh, you spoke into that Claudette. I might have that kind of lined out first thing in the AM. And then I got a client saying, you know, I need you to talk to my accountant today. I got something, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, I got to fit them in somewhere and it's like all booked. So it's like, you know, I got to serve them or at least, you know, make some room for the next day. So for me, it's like, you know, time blocking on categories, you know, prioritizing with lists, writing things down, having that sort of, I call it like the framework, right? And then also there's flexibility and flow for creation and things that come up because it's life. Don't beat yourself up, right? If you Mm -hmm. did complete everything on your list. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just stop, Just stop doing it because what happens to a dog if you kick it? It doesn't thrive. Mm -hmm. Why do we think we will if we beat ourselves up? 
That's so, good. yeah, I mean, just that's all I'm going to say. So if you don't get everything done, then move what you didn't get done to the top of the list for the next day. And you're doing more than half the world. Half the world just doesn't even make a list. So make a, you know, make your list, top three things and go easy on yourself. Stop beating yourself up. Okay, Whitney, go ahead. Uh, you know what? I was going to say the same thing. You've got to give yourself permission to let go, right? To release what can't or doesn't get done, that it's okay. And we create, you said that, Claudette, that you don't allow stress in your life. We, it is worse than allowing it in. We create it so much of the time by putting these demands and pressures on ourselves, not only to get things done, but to do it perfectly, to do it a particular way. And we have to release ourselves from that, give ourselves permission to not do that. A couple of other things that occurred to me as as you guys were speaking, I'm all about, and I know Sarah, who's not here, she does this too. It's like, she's got a name for it. Maybe one of you guys will remember, but I, I call it like inventory. I'm just like unloading my head of things because what I find happens for me is when too much stuff starts to build up about the things that I need to, I need, and those are air quotes need um, to do. If I will just take them and get them out of my head and write them down, that right there like relieves like 99% of the pressure because it's just stuff that's clogging my brain. If I can get it out, I can think clearly. And once I can think clearly, I can ask the questions about the how. And we've talked about this in in other episodes, right? When, When we get bogged down by the how, the tyranny of the how, it doesn't allow us to be creative and allow creativity to find the answer to the question of how. So go back and listen to a past episode about that. But one of the things that I found that was a commonality, and we've talked about the things that we do that we have in common, the commonality, no one here mentioned waking up, looking at social media. No one here talked about waking up and reading or looking at the news or listening to the news, right? And when you allow, when you just start your day with letting that those negative influences, that negative energy in, it sets the tone for the rest of the day. And so the reason that we do this is not all about getting stuff done. And yes, we are about getting stuff done. We're all doing things, big things, amazing things, changing the world. But we're making space for what we want. And I think it was you, Claudette, that talked about happy intentions, setting happy intentions, right? We've talked about gratitude envision the life that you want, not just the stuff, but the emotions, the states that you want to live in. If you want to live in happy intentions and gratitude, you've got to make time and space to to lay a foundation for that, to create an environment where that happens. 
it's fleeting if you are not intentional about it. Yes, you'll get moments of happiness and joy and moments of gratitude, but you can live in that place. That could be the name of the city that you live in or the street that you live on or the name of your house or whatever, right? Is happy intention acre or whatever. But you don't get there without you being intentional and deliberate about it. So if that's what you want and your definition of success of abundance or wealth and all of that, it's yours. You get to decide what that is. But it's not all about money. And it's not all about having a business or a career. It's about all of the things that are important to you and you creating an environment where it can thrive and you can thrive along with it. I love that, Whitney. Go ahead, Claudia. I just want to say happy surprises come my way. I live my life happy in a magical way, right? Mm -hmm. Or in I have a magical day. You could say anything like that. If you started just writing something like that down and said that every morning, put it on your mirror when you're brushing your teeth, I dare you to not be happy. You know, it's interesting that none of us brought up really time for ourselves. While all of us were talking, and we did talk about time blocking to create space for doing things that are important to us, but we didn't talk about time blocking for us to go for a walk in the nature or for us to, and it's part of our practice of just being connected. That is part of our daily practice. And sometimes we just need space. Sometimes we just need to be able to play. Sometimes we need to just sit on the couch and breathe. I can't believe that I didn't mention a nap in this conversation. (laughs) You did not. (laughs) Because that is absolutely part of it, right? Exactly. But that is the part for me. And you're right. We did. I didn't. I'll speak for myself, didn't mention that specifically, but that's the flexibility part and the permission giving part is that going with the flow, right, is not just about making room for other people to come in and out, but to take care of self. And and you're absolutely right. It is for me, actually, the highest priority. And I would say my morning time is for me. Right. And it is absolutely what makes the rest of it happen. But it's also when I get can get in touch with what it is I need so that if I need to make adjustments to the day, I, I will absolutely do that, which includes the naps that I take very frequently. I know that all of us do it. Like, I know that all of us do it. I just wanted to acknowledge it for the listeners so they knew that 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 it does give you permission. And the reason why it was my mind or on my thoughts to come forward is that yesterday, that was pretty much what I did because I knew that my body, my mind, my soul needed just a complete time out with no social media, no no distractions, no calls, just 
to be. And so I gave, so it's there because there was a little bit of guilt there yesterday for me to say, you got a lot to do. You're moving, you're doing this, you're doing that. You've got work to do. You were at a retreat last week. So you have emails to catch up on. I had my, my whole ego thing going yesterday morning. We must have the same voice in our, each other's head, Kathleen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so And I knew that today would not be a productive day had I not allowed myself to breathe, to be, to play a game on my phone, to do nothing other than just allow myself to rejuvenate and recharge. So where today could be a great productive day and for this week could be a productive day. I'm glad to know I'm not the only one who plays games on their phone. So I'm totally there. I'm like guilty and I'm, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. It's the one thing that I do that's completely unproductive and I love it. So there we go. I don't nap or play games, but maybe I need to start. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm a napper. I, I do adult napping. You know, I work long hours, but I'll take an hour or an hour and a half. I'll nap for like 20 minutes and then I'll just mess around. Yeah. And I don't feel guilty at all for that. I'm like, it's beautiful. Let it's that guilt go. I yeah. actually read oh, I actually read like a research study. Now I don't do this. I like to talk about things that I actually practice in my life rather than just theory. This does not work for my life right now, but I did read research that like for optimum potential for our brain, it's like ideal. It's like you're 50 minutes on and then you're 10 minutes taking a break, 50 minute yeah. on 10 minute, taking a break. That type of thing. That's Again, I, don't do it, yeah. I have read like research on it, that that's optimizing things. I don't know if it's true or not. It's yeah. true. And so I, I want to challenge that a little, you know, I love that idea, Catherine. And yet, is it possible that if we're in the flow and all of a sudden we hit this, this wall at some point during the day and the next or the task that you're doing is starting to irritate you starting you're starting to shift your energy so instead of structuring 50 10 50 10 50 10 for me if i find myself getting stressed i find myself getting there's tension driven or I, or i'm having a difficult time finishing a project i get up at that moment and change my energy so while the 50 10 sounds great there's again, it's about flexibility and allow yourself to flow with what is feeling right for you. So it's a little bit of shifting of these rules that have been created by man that is supposed to work for everyone when we're all very different. And that's why all of us, the five of us are so good about just throwing things out on what works for us. And if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, that's okay too. The last thing I just want to add, because um, we're going to be finishing up shortly, but the last thing I wanted to add was that if you, to touch on Whitney's point, if there's something that you're dreaming about in your, in your world and that you want to move forward on it, and maybe it was even Catherine and Claudette that said it, if you want to move forward on it, then allow yourself to put one, one thing a day on your to-do list that helps you get closer to that goal. And as you look at that one thing, you can just say, is this the highest and best for all right now to do? Or is there something different that will help us get to that, that my why of what I, what I want? And do one thing a day that gets you closer 
to where you want to go. The reason why I bring that up is, again, I'm bringing up the fact that I'm moving. And by the time this airs, I probably have already gotten on the truck and headed across the, the, the United States, is that I, that's what I've been doing. Instead of getting stressed about the to-do list to move, I have just allowed myself to say, hey, I'm going to do one thing today. And as I start to get into that one thing, I might end up with three things done, but I'm committing to one thing today. It depends on how I feel and where I am in the emotional state. So with that said, if anybody else has anything to add, we can go ahead and do that. Other, If not, then we can go ahead and close and just want to say we hope that that these ideas, these tools, the resources that all of us had have added here. And one of the thing I just really want to bring back to what Catherine said is honor your time block. Honor that because that's one of the things I struggle with. Make sure you write a list. Make sure that you have, you start your day off with those positive thoughts, those happy thoughts, whatever it is. Just there's a lot of nuggets in this podcast. So I encourage you to go back get a piece of paper or get a, a, a booklet and write it all down because there's a lot here that each of us have offered for you to be able to shift the way you show up in the world for you. So we hope that you have a just an amazing week. Please subscribe, make comments, give us a five star, engage with us because we love to share. I hope that you all, or we hope that you have a great week. Take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.